This has begun. All right. You're clear to begin. Thank you very much, Jacob, and welcome to the Planning and Design Commission. Good evening, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed your holiday break and Happy New Year. We have two new commissioners joining us today for their first Planning and Design Commission hearing, and we would like to give you guys a chance to introduce yourselves during commissioner comments, which would be after the discussion calendar. So let's first call this meeting to order. Today is Thursday, January 12th. Uh, 2023, the time is 5.32 p.m. Uh, and uh, clerk, will you please call the roll to establish a quorum? Yes, thank you, Chair. Commissioner Boyd. Here. Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Buckley. Here. Commissioner Chase. Here. Commissioner Caden. Here. Commissioner Macias Reed won't be with us this evening. Uh, Commissioner Plekivon. Here. Commissioner Zhang. Here. Commissioner Yi. Here. Commissioner Young. Here. Vice Chair Wallace. Here. Chair Hernandez. Here. You have a quorum. Thank you very much. A few housekeeping reminders as this meeting is being held virtually via Zoom for members of the public who wish to join, you can find a Zoom link on the agenda. And once you've joined the meeting and wish to speak, please use the raise your hand feature when your desired item begins to join the queue. We will first hear a staff presentation, then the applicant will have an opportunity to speak. Then commissioners will ask questions and then we'll open it up to the public um, where the clerk will call upon you to speak. If you are joining us online, click on raise hand at the bottom of your screen. If you're in the mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping <clears> the <throat> hand option in the board tab. Um, Mr. Holly, would you mind muting your mic, please? Thank you. Um, and also, if you're calling in via telephone to raise your hand, dial star nine. Then to unmute or mute yourself, you can dial star six. Speakers will be called upon by the last four digits of their phone number. Uh, for members of the public, you'll have three minutes to let us know your opinion. You can also submit written electronic comments for the records, an email address, and a link to submit your comments are available online on the agenda. And a reminder for folks logged on to the Zoom to please also use the raise your hand feature for any questions or comments during the appropriate time. For commissioners, please turn on your cameras. We will now move on to the land acknowledgement. Please rise for the opening comments. Uh, opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nipponon people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Tetwin Winton peoples, and the people of Wilson Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the Native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's Indigenous people's history, contribution, and lives. Thank you. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You may be seated. Thank you very much. And we will 
move on to our first business of today, which is the approval of the consent calendar. This includes the draft meeting minutes for our December 1st and December 8th, 2022 meetings. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Thank you, Chair. I have no members of the public with their hands raised. Thank you very much. Commissioners, please use the raise your hand feature if you'd like to comment on the meeting minutes or make a motion to approve. I see Commissioner Pluckybaum. So moved. We have a motion by Commissioner Pluckybaum and we need a second. Second. And a second by Commissioner Yi. Um, Madam Clerk, will you please call the roll for a vote? Yes, thank you, Chair. Commissioner Boyd? Aye. Commissioner Buckley? Commissioner Chase? Aye. Commissioner Caden? I'm staying, I was not present. Commissioner Pluckybaum? Aye. Commissioner Zhang? Uh, I also was not at that meeting. Okay, thank you. Commissioner Yi? Aye. Commissioner Young? Aye. Vice Chair Wallace? Aye. Chair Hernandez? Aye. Motion passes. Thank you very much, Stacia. We'll move on to the public hearing. Um, the first item is item number two. This is Bell Avenue Commercial Center, P20-16. Commissioners, please raise your hand to report any disclosures or recusals. And this would also be the time for new commissioners to um, verify that they watched the September 22nd hearing. We'll first go to Vice Chair Wallace. You're, looks like you're working on your mute button. Yeah, I had put my headset on. Sorry. Um, I exchanged emails with the applicant's representative, but we were unable to uh, find a time to meet. Thank you very much. Commissioner Yi. Thank you. Uh, I also had a meeting, a Zoom meeting with the applicant's representative and uh, exchanged emails with staff, all consistent with the uh, staff report. Thank you, Commissioner Yi. Commissioner Chase. I met with the uh, applicant's uh, representative, uh, and again, consistent with the uh, staff report. Thank you very much. Um, I see no other hands raised, but also do want to confirm Commissioner Zhang and Commissioner Caden watched the September 22nd hearing. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. Correct for me as well. Thank you very much. Uh, we do have a staff, presenta today, staff presentation today. Um, Jose Quintanilla, whenever you're ready. Hello, commissioners. Can I confirm that you can see my screen and hear me okay? We can see your screen and we can hear you. Go ahead. Perfect. Commissioners, Chair Hernandez, my name is Jose Quintanilla, Associate Planner with the Community Development Department. I hope you're all doing well this evening. Happy New Year and welcome to the new commissioners. This item is P20016, Bell Avenue Commercial Center. This project is a request to construct a retail site with an office and retail building and two drive through restaurants. The subject site is located at the southwest corner of Bell Avenue and Rayleigh Boulevard in the Young's Heights area of North Sacramento. There's currently a single unit dwelling and a vacant commercial building on site. Both buildings are to be demolished for the, demolished for the construction of this project. The site is surrounded by residential development to the west and south, gas stations to the north and northeast, and an industrial office park to the east across Rayleigh Boulevard. A portion of the Cat Bell Alley between Catherine Avenue and Bell Avenue was abandoned by a city council action last summer. The entitlements requested for this project include the following, a rezone of approximately 0.34 acres from R1 to C2 zoning, 
a conditional use permit for two drive-through restaurants, and site plan and design review for the construction of two drive-through restaurants, an office and retail building, and associated site improvements. And the reason request requires approval from the city council. So uh, on screen, I have the proposed, um, the existing and the proposed zoning. Uh, there's two, two lots that are currently zoned R1 that would be rezoned to C2. So the project uh, requires a conditional use permit for drive-through restaurants. And in this process, we evaluate any impacts that may be had on the right-of-way or any of the adjacent uses, including residential, commercial, et cetera. The project uh, consists of a two-story office and retail building, a 3,150-square-foot drive-through restaurant, a 2,600-square-foot drive-through, and seating areas for the retail and office building and for the drive-through restaurants. The project will be required to construct a new, new sidewalk and new landscape planters around the perimeter of the entire project site. And the project site will be separated from the adjacent residential uses by a six foot tall masonry wall and a minimum seven and a half foot wide landscape strip. A three foot tall CMU wall or masonry wall will screen the drive through aisles from the adjacent rights of way. The project proposes, project proposes three driveways, a right-in, right-out driveway on Tabell Avenue, a full movement driveway on Catherine Avenue, and a right and left-in, right-out only driveway on Rayleigh Boulevard. The pro this project was previously heard by the Planning and Design Commission on September 22, 2022. And at that hearing, the commission voted to continue the item to a date uncertain and requested that staff evaluate the following. Limits on the hours of operation for the proposed drive-through at Building C due to the proximity of residential uses and left out only restrictions at the Catherine Avenue driveway. Uh, so Planning and Public Works reviewed this recommendation and determined that the city does not currently have or is not aware of any driveway design that would allow for a left out only maneuvering. So included with this project are some special uh, conditions of approval to note which include a limitation uh, of the hours of operation for the drive-through proposed at Building C. The hours of operation are limited to between 5 a.m. and midnight. Deliveries by WD-40 trucks, these are about 45-foot long trucks, or equivalent are limited to the hours of 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. Uh, garbage pickup is prohibited between the hours of 7 and 9 a.m. and 4 and 6 p.m. In response to the prior comments that we received, the Catherine Avenue driveway was shifted further to the east to provide an additional landscape buffer between the commercial and residential uses. So here is a quick, just a quick uh, example of the elevations that will be provided. Some of the development standards on the left uh, showing that there were no deviations requested for any of the development standards in the C2 zone. Uh, rec uh, notification of this project and this hearing were provided to all neighborhood associations, residents, and property owners within 500 feet of the site. Staff did receive um, uh, comments expressing opposition to the project, including concerns about the driveway along Catherine Avenue, uh, potential issues with the homeless or the uh, unhoused population, traffic concerns, the constant smell of food, and questions about alley maintenance. Uh, staff recommends approval of this project as conditioned as the proposal is consistent with city guidelines and no deviations are requested. The project develops an underutilized site. It diversifies land uses 
in the area, especially through the provision of much needed commercial services. And lastly, it's consistent with North Sacramento uh, community plan land use policies, which encourage, encourage neighborhood serving retails at this intersection. So that concludes my presentation. Staff and the applicant team are here. Should you have any questions, uh, I'd like to turn it over to the applicant now who wishes to make a brief presentation. Thank you. Thank you, Jose. And who's here from the applicant team? Uh, we have uh, Brian Hallway. Hey, Brian, go ahead. Okay, um, Madam Chair and members of the commission, it's a pleasure to be back before you again. I wish it was in person. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it, we're still doing Zoom. Um, one thing I would like to do is thank um, our planner, um, Jose Quintanera, and also Garrett Norman for the help in moving this project through the process. Um, just for the record, I'm Brian Holloway, Holloway Land Company, representing the Valley, the Rayleigh and Bell uh, Retail Center. I'd like to give you a little bit of history, if I could. Um, I was retained back in 2020 to make sure that the neighbors uh, of this project were aware, one, of the project, and two, that we would be abandoning our portion of the recorded alley that divides the property and is located behind several of the residents to the west. Uh, it's a, in a, sort of an imaginary alley. It doesn't exist in the real world, but it shows on recorded documents on those properties. So we would be abandoning our section, which would mean that if those neighbors ever wanted to use their alley, they would only be able to go in one direction, not in two directions. So it's a sort of a dead end alley. So the city wanted to make sure that the neighbors were aware of that. They were aware of the project. Um, aware of the restrictions that they would have if they wanted to pave and, and use that alley. And so we mailed out to about 14 residents and property owners in the area, primarily property owners, and let them know about the project, um, included the maps of the alley that's on our property and the alley behind their properties, uh, about the development project, and made sure that uh, any comments they had uh, were forwarded to the city. And I did speak to a couple owners who replied to the mailing and they were understanding and agreeable to the, um, to our abandonment of the alley. Um, also, I also sent the project out to the North Sacramento Chamber of Commerce, uh, the Robla Park Neighborhood Association. Uh, in fact, <laughs> I either liked me or the project because they actually had me come back five times and present the project and ultimately endorse the project. I also sent it to the another neighborhood group called the Robla Neighbors United Neighborhood Association. They were not interested. And then later on, I learned of, an, of a newer neighborhood association called Young Heights Neighborhood Association. I emailed an opportunity to meet and present the project to them, but I got no reply back. Um, one thing I did want to mention also is that after your last commission hearing, um, which I was not involved at the time, I have been, been involved since, um, wanted to make let you be aware of some changes that we made as a result of your commission hearing. One we moved the driveway fronting, fronting on Kathleen Avenue. We moved it five feet further away from the corner um, to lessen the noise impact uh, upon that adjacent neighbor and also to allow for additional landscaping in that portion of the property uh, by moving it further away. Uh, we widened the main entrance aisles at the entrance off of um, Rayleigh Boulevard for Betty, better entrance and exit. 
uh, we raised the screen wall along Kathleen Avenue by an additional foot, as was suggested by the commission. And we also added an additional tree to the landscaping plan fronting on Kathleen Avenue. Remember, Kathleen Avenue is where most of the residents front on the property. So um, we raised that and we added additional trees along there to better screen uh, the residential neighborhood from the project from any debris that might collect in the um, in the parking lot and also to screen it from view with with more trees and landscaping. Um, there was a discussion at your commission meeting before about truck circulation in the project. And I think there might have been a concern that a grocery store and the typical large semi trucks that arrive and deliver products early in the morning uh, might be coming to the property and there is no grocery proposed. So the reality is the only vehicles that would be delivering prod products to the retail, to the office uses here, will be small box trucks, what's known as a box trucks, and also small vans. And they would be primarily coming during regular business hours. We actually went back and created a circulation plan for those box trucks. And also the guard, the large, probably the largest truck that would enter the site would be a typical city garbage truck. And we have routes plotted out showing that they can circulate freely throughout the project and enter and exit at all three locations. Um, let's see. Um, I also wanted to mention that since your last meeting, I had an opportunity to meet with one of the residential neighbors, um, a, a nice woman, Vicki Laughlin, and explain the project to her and the, the concerns that the commission had and how we've addressed those. And um, I, she may be on the, the Zoom today, um, but one of the things that was pretty clear is that um, she and we, and, and well as staff, would like to see as few cars in front of those residential neighbors on Kathleen. So we're, the design is to encourage uh, shoppers and merchants and employees to use the B Bell and Rayleigh entry exits uh, as opposed to Kathleen Avenue. And the project is kind of designed that way so that if people do need to exit onto Kathleen, hopefully as few as possible will be, be going that way. Um, just wanted to say that this is a much needed retail development in the neighborhood that's challenged with a lack of economic activity and shopping and office and employment options. And I look forward to your deliberations and hope you will be supporting this project and ready to take any questions. And I believe I have the architect on the Zoom as well. Thank you very much, Brian. We'll move on to commissioner questions. Commissioners, if you have any questions for the staff or applicant, please use the raise your hand feature. I see Commissioner Chase, go ahead. Thank you, Chair. Um, one of the comments, I guess, or several uh, from neighbors were um, a, a desire to have a left turn only on the Catherine Avenue driveway. And apparently, uh, I see uh, Pell Clark is there, apparently, there's no limited uh, driveway uh, on the city standards. Would there be anything in this that I think would be a question for the applicant as well uh, as a way to try to appease, appease that? Any reason why the applicant could not post a left turn only sign at that driveway on their property? Yeah, I don't think a sign would be that big of a problem. The, the downside is that if you do that, what you end up doing is you those 
uh, automobiles uh, that will be leaving via Catherine will turn right and will go through the neighborhood. And I'm not sure that we really want to do that. Catherine Avenue is uh, pretty much an unimproved paved narrow street. And so from a, I'm not a traffic engineer, but my sense is that we would want to try and funnel traffic towards the nearest intersection um, in front of the fewest number of residences as possible. So we could put a sign up, but I just want everybody to understand the consequences are as we're, we're Brian, I'm, I'm moving sorry, those Brian, cars I, in I front of more just, people. I might have misstated that. My, my intent was to have a left turn only sign at that driveway coming out. In other words, yeah, forcing um, a to go to uh, a radio. Yeah. I, I sold myself on the idea. I think we're, we're fine with that. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Commissioner Chase. Commissioner Boyd. Thank you, Chair. I've got to turn off my other uh, device. I hope it's not um, broadcasting over. But I do have a question um, for the representatives. What was the reason that United Latino, I believe that's who you stated, had opposition to this pro uh, project? Um, I'm not familiar with that group and um, I, well, the neighborhood groups that I reached out to were the ones that the city staff asked us to reach out to. Um, and, and really the, the focus at the time was the um, removal of the alley and how that would affect the, the property owners. Um, what I did in the interim was continue to reach out to those neighborhood associations that had um, the city had asked us to and and seek their recommendations on the project. But I have if there's a an email or a letter from the group you just mentioned, I haven't seen that yet. I, I, my apologies if I stated the wrong name. Um, Robert Urueta, I believe is the name that you said was the head of I thought it was United Latino, but it was um, Latino was in the uh, name of the neighborhood group. And uh, you said, well, let me, well, let make, me it easy. make it easy. It was the one group that had opposition to the project. Commissioner Boyd, I believe the I believe the group that um, Brian mentioned was a Robla Neighbors United, and he mentioned that they had no interest in meeting about the project. I'm sorry, you have to speak right. up. You tailed off at the end. This was um, Robla Neighbors United, and Brian Holloway said that they were not interested in meeting about the project. Is that correct, Brian? Correct. That they were what in the project? Not interested about in meeting about the project. Oh, meeting. I, I, miss, I, I miss her. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Commissioner Boyd. Commissioner Yee. Thank you. Uh, in the previous meetings, and Consistently, I've expressed concerns about potential cut-through traffic. Uh, that is between uh, the building C? Office and retail. Office retail and the west property line. Uh, I understand that a vehicle gate to be locked during non-truck hours or truck uh, delivery hours is not a practical solution because of the parking that's also on the backside of that particular building. Uh, 
what else can be done to uh, discourage the through traffic behind the building? I think one of the things that we had talked about was speed lumps at each end of that drive aisle uh, adjacent to the corner. It'd be the north and south corner of the building. And I think that would be a, a discouragement, um, enough of a discouragement that we wouldn't um, direct unnecessary traffic onto Kathleen Avenue, which is the opposite direction. And uh, that is a accommodation response to my concern about cut through traffic. And is that a commitment that can be memorialized in the conditions of approval? Would you if, agree? If you, would, if, you, if you would like speed humps uh, at each end of the building, I, I would encourage you to add that as a condition. Thank you. Uh, to staff, is there an issue, concern about adding uh, that voluntary condition uh, to the project? No issue whatsoever. Okay. So at the time that the maker and the seconder uh, find it appropriate to make a motion on this project, uh, I would hope we remember to uh, incorporate requirements for speed bumps, speed humps, whatever they happen to be called these days, uh, along that west side of the building. Thank you. Thank you very much, Commissioner Yee. Commissioners, any additional questions for staff for the applicant? Seeing no other hands raised, we will now move on to the public comment period. Um, I am looking online and I see that we have not received any new e-comments after 5.30 p.m. today. Um, so we'll move on to uh, public comment who are here in Zoom. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no members of the public who wish to speak on the item. Um, I do see one attendee with their hands raised, with their hand raised. Is that for this item? Yes, I'll allow them to speak now. Gary, uh, I've allowed you to speak. Yes. Um, I would just like to say that Young Heights is bigger than Catherine Avenue. And the primary question I have is, my expectation would be that most of the traffic for this uh, business complex would come from the highway, from I-80 and down Rayleigh. What is you, how do you expect them to get there? What route will they take? It seems to me the easiest route is through my neighborhood, going down Young's Avenue and then down Balsam and then making a right. Anything else requires stoplights, U-turns, all kinds of things. So my primary concern is that, and there are other traffic issues, but my concern is that this is gonna generate a lot of traffic through my neighborhood. Gary, does that conclude your public comments? Uh, yes. Thank you very much for calling in. Clerk, are there any additional public comments? Yes, I have one more comment. Uh, phone number ending in 8 
I did meet with Brian Holloway yesterday and went over a lot of the plans, which look beautiful. Um, one concern, well, there's a couple, but one was mentioned um, today, the restaurant C would be open from 5 until midnight. Speaking with Brian, he said it would be closing at 10 o'clock weekdays, midnight on weekends, which would be fine. Uh, my other, one other concern was, um, exiting Bell is right turn only. Exiting Rayleigh is right turn only from the center. Anyone who lives over uh, near Marysville or who's west will be going right, will be turning right onto Catherine and then left, or right onto Bell and then left onto Bell because that's the only way really to get out of it. And by there would be like. 300 cars a day, according to the reports that I read. All right, I will take that as the conclusion of Vicki's comments. Gary and Vicki, thank you very much for calling today. Oh. Was there anything additional? Okay, thank you, Vicki. Um, can we get some clarification on the hours? Uh, Brian, could you respond to her comments? Yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm glad that Vicki brought that up. Um, we did talk with her and we are looking at weekends uh, closing at midnight at the latest and weekdays at 10 p.m. at the latest. So she's correct and I'm glad she brought that forward. Thank you very much. Um, Clerk, are there additional public comments? Thank you, Chair. There are no additional hands raised. Thank you very much. We will now close the public comment period and bring the discussion back to the commissioners. Commissioners, um, are there any additional questions, comments? And now would be the time to make any motions. Commissioner Chase. Thank you, Chair. Um, I, I move approval of the project um, with the additional condition that Commissioner Yee had asked for, um, uh, adding uh, speed bumps, lumps, whatever, uh, to the, uh, at two places, the rear of Building B. Thank you very much. We have a motion to approve with conditions by Commissioner Chase. Commissioner Young? I second. And a second by Commissioner Young. Commissioners, any additional questions or comments? If seeing none, we will the clerk please call the roll for a vote. Oh, excuse me, one second. Before we do that, Commissioner Yee. Thank you. I, I, I lost track of the sequence. Do we need to amend the hours or not? Jose, can you answer that? Does 10 a.m. and midnight, weekdays and weekend. Yeah, we can definitely do that. The conditions currently state till, uh, yeah closing at midnight every day. Okay. If, if you'd like to amend the conditions for 10 p.m. on weekdays, we can definitely do that. I, I understand that the applicant, my interpretation, yeah. has agreed to 
those changes. And if that is the case, I would like to make sure that that is uh, part of the conditions that we are going to vote on. Thank you, Commissioner Yee and Brian and Jose. Thank you guys very much. We will, if there are no additional comments or questions, we'll move on to the roll call vote. Commissioner Boyd? Aye. Commissioner Buckley? Aye. Commissioner Chase? Aye. Commissioner Caden? Aye. Commissioner Pluckybaum? Aye. Commissioner Zhang? Aye. Commissioner Yi? Aye. Commissioner Young? Aye. Vice Chair Wallace? Aye. Chair Hernandez? Aye. Motion passes. Thank you very much, Stacia. Thank you, Jose, and congratulations, Brian and your team. We'll now move on to the next thank, item. Thank you very much, commissioners. I really appreciate it. And I would like to say welcome to the newest commissioners, um, having served on this August group, not quite as long as uh, Commissioner Yee. I just wanted to say congratulations, and you're going to have a lot of fun. So thank you. Enjoy. Thank you, Brian. The next item is item number three. Trinity House P22-027. Commissioners, do you have any disclosures or recusals? I see Commissioner Caden. I need to recuse myself due to a conflict of interest on this item. Thank you very much. Any additional disclosures or recusals? Seeing none, I think we can move on to staff presentation and we have Zach today. Go ahead whenever you're ready. Mm -hmm. Uh, good evening, everyone, uh, to the chair and fellow commissioners. My name is Zach Dalla, associate planner with the Community Development Department. The item before you is the Trinity House project located at 2701 and 2711 Capitol Avenue. The applicant is requesting to convert a vacant building previously operated as a residential care facility into a mixed-use development consisting of 65 multi-unit dwellings, 3,442 square feet of ground floor commercial re restaurant space, and 17 parking stalls. The project includes the renovation of the building interior and minor site improvements. However, no exterior building modifications or new construction resulting in increased floor area is proposed at this time. To facilitate the conversion, the project requests a rezone of the two project parcels from the hospital and office business low-rise mixed-use zones to the general commercial zone within the Central City Special Planning District and site plan and design review to review the change of use and review the proposed site improvements. Staff find that the project is consistent with the existing traditional neighborhood medium density land use designation and with all of the general commercial zone development standards. Staff mailed public hearing notices to all property owners, residents, and neighborhood associations within 500 feet of the project site, <clears throat> as well as posted a hearing notice at the project site. To date, staff has received four letters of support and one letter of opposition from an adjacent neighbor who incorrectly identified the applicant and property owner as Trinity Church and the letter noted concerns with Trinity Church operations. Staff has also received one e-comment in support of the project from House Sacramento. Staff recommends the Planning and Design Commission forward to the City Council a recommendation of approval as the project is consistent with the goals and policies of the 2035 General Plan, Central City Specific Plan, and is consistent with the vision of intensifying the diversity of land uses within the Central City in a manner in which complements and enhances the surrounding area. Additionally, the project will provide a mix of residential housing options near existing public transit, which will increase the viability of existing mass transit, low emission transportation options, and promote the use of pedestrian bicycle facilities. Uh, and with that, staff is available to answer any questions that you have regarding the project. 
Additionally, the applicant is in attendance and uh, they're available to answer any questions as well. Thank you very much, Zach. Um, is uh, the applicant or representative here to make a presentation or just available for questions? Uh, available for questions. Thank you very much. So we'll go on to commissioner questions. Commissioners, do you have any questions for the applicant or staff? Commissioner Boyd, and it looks like your camera is off. There you are. You're on mute, Commissioner Boyd. Well, yeah, I was uh, making a joke and nobody heard it. But anyway, thank you, Chair. Um, it's a way to start the new year. This is brand new Zoom to me, okay? Uh, I'm sorry, I digress. Uh, I do have a question uh, for the, uh, for the uh, representative for the project. Um, converting the senior facility into what you want to convert it into. Currently, are there still senior occupants uh, in the building or is this an empty building that we're uh, discussing? That would go to the uh, representative. Yep. Um, hello, Commissioner. This is Kevin Kasigian. Um, the, the building is vacant and has been vacant um, for, for some time now. Um, I think uh, Zach noted in his report that uh, the closure was complete in, I believe, May or of last year, May or June of last year. Well, I'm really missing it. And let me adjust my volume here. Thank you very much. That was my only concern. Thank you very much, Commissioner Boyd. Commissioner Chase. Thank you, Chair. Um, just a simple uh, ask for staff, I think, going forward. Uh, could we try and ask all applicants to keep uh, North Arrow orientation the same, consistent throughout uh, drawing set instead of bouncing around? I'd appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Commissioner Chase. I do not see any additional hands raised from commissioners for questions. So we will move on to the public comment period. Um, I see that we did not have any additional e-comments online after 5.30 p.m. today. So, uh, Clerk, will you please see if there are any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I currently have one member of the public with their hand raised. Okay, James Allison. Hello. Uh, good evening, Chair, Commissioners. This is James Allison with the Midtown Association. Thank you for allowing me the time to voice our support for the development of the Trinity House project. Midtown Association is a property business improvement district that represents over 1,200 properties in the central city. Our mission is to make Midtown the center for culture, creativity, and vibrancy in Sacramento's urban core. A priority of our organization is to support the development of responsible urban infill projects that help meet the growing demand to live in the central city. The need for a robust housing supply cannot be overstated. In concert with our current shortage of residential units, is a need for urban areas to adapt to a changed post-COVID landscape. This project is, is an exemplary model of an effective and efficient reuse of existing space, allowing the area to retain its existing character. As stated in the staff report, this project advances the city's land use goals of promoting growth, maintaining the character of the neighborhood, advancing transit-oriented development, and attracting new residential and employment opportunities. The request to rezone the existing parcels for this new use is consistent with the intent of these goals. Advancing staff recommendation by forwarding this to the city council will bring 65 new residences and a new restaurant to a corner of the city already poised for growth and activation. We ask that the commission approves these recommendations and submits them to the city council for final consideration. Thank you.
Thank you, James. Clerk, are there any additional public comments? Thank you, Chair. I currently have no hands raised for public comment. Thank you very much. Uh, so we will close the public comment period and bring the discussion back to the commission. Commissioners, questions, comments, or motions? I see Commissioner Pluckybaum. Move approval of staff recommendation. Thank you, Commissioner Pluckybaum. We have a motion and a second. Commissioner Young. I second. We have a motion by Commissioner Pluckybaum and a second by Commissioner Young. I don't see additional hands raised for questions or comments. So at this point, we will move on to the roll call vote whenever you're ready, Stacia. Thank you. Commissioner Boyd. Aye. Commissioner Buckley. Aye. Commissioner Chase. Aye. Commissioner Pluckybaum. Aye. Commissioner Zhang. Aye. Commissioner Yi. Aye. Commissioner Young. Aye. Vice Chair Wallace. Aye. Chair Hernandez. Aye. Motion passes. Thank you very much. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, everyone. All right, so we will now move on to the discussion calendar. The next item is item number four, the 2023 Planning and Zoning Work Program file, ID number 2022-02260. And I believe we have Greg here for the staff presentation. Yes, good evening, Chair Hernandez, members of the commission, Greg Sandlin, Planning Director, and um, welcome, Commissioner Zhang and Caden. Congratulations on your appointments. Um, tonight, I am coming back to the commission with the latest draft 2023 Planning and Zoning Work Program. This is a process where the commission can provide input to identify and prioritize policy focus areas and action items for the annual planning and zoning work program, which is approved by council each year, normally in January. So we're running a little bit late. Um, we've had some very eventful and busy agendas um, late last year. Uh, we were able to do a special planning and design commission meeting on December 1st. We were able to get comments and questions from the commission. Tonight, we are recommending that the planning and design commission forward the planning and zoning work program to the city council for approval. Um, we intend on going to the Law and Legislation Committee on February 7th, where staff will present the recommended work program, highlighting comments from the Planning and Design Commission. Um, and then we hope to have Council um, approve the work program in, later in February. Attachment 4 of the staff report has a summary of the Commission's comments and questions. Commission comments focus on small business assistance, cultural districts, age-friendly action plan, the engagement process for the 102-acre site near Meadowview, and the parking code update. Specifically relating to the parking code update, commissioners asked if a temporary subcommittee could be established and what the process would be to establish a subcommittee. And some of those uh, considerations for establishing a subcommittee are as follows. The subcommittee would need to be established by the city council following public hearings and recommendations from the Planning and Design Commission and then the Personnel and Public Employees Committee of the Council. The chair of the commission would appoint members of the subcommittee as part of an agendized meeting. A subcommittee is intended to be a permanent ongoing committee, similar to the city council's law and legislation or budget and audit committees. The city clerk's office would need to also identify resources to staff 
this new subcommittee, as well as find time and facilities for regular meetings. Meetings would be agendized, open for public comment, and planning staff would develop the records, the reports. Sorry. At this time, staff is not recommending the establishment of a subcommittee on parking, and we do not feel that a subcommittee is necessary for the following reasons. The parking code update would include community engagement in meetings with the Planning Design Commission during all phases of the project. Um, once we have our consultants on board and selected, we plan on having a kickoff meeting with the commission to get input on the project scope, schedule, outreach strategy, um, work with the commission. The parking code update is expected to be completed by the end of the year, whereas the subcommittee um, with these new rules is intended to be permanent a permanent council appointed subcommittee. And then also the redundance of work for planning city clerk staff to prepare for and facilitate subcommittee meetings would be an unanticipated draw on city staff resources. All that said, staff is happy to meet with commissioners anytime to discuss policy initiatives outside of commission meetings, as long as these meetings are consistent with the Brown Act. Um, just continuing my presentation on the work program, the 2023 planning and zoning work program has not been modified since the December meeting because commission input did not appear to require any changes. Again, we are recommending that the commission forward the 2023 planning and zoning work program to council for approval. And I'm happy to address any comments or questions as well as share the work, work program on the screen at this point. Thank you, Greg. Uh, we will take some commissioner questions before public comment period. Commissioners, uh, please use the raise your hand feature if you have any questions for Greg. Commissioner Caden. Thanks, Greg. Um, you know, I, it's fantastic to see that the city is continuing to pursue specific plans um, for neighborhoods and, and corridors to really facilitate development in those priority areas. I saw in the um, work program towards the end there, we're looking at adoption of this Stockton Boulevard specific plan this year. And then um, I know there's some updates to existing specific plans, but it looks like the next new specific plan in the program under those potential future initiatives is the 65th Street area. And of course, you know, a lot of areas of the city would benefit from a new specific plan. I'm just sort of curious what the considerations are for, you know, which areas of the city um, that we're prioritizing in, in that sort of queue for new specific plans. In this case, with the 65th Street area, um, and I will just further add that we're actually, probably the next specific plans would be updates to the River District specific plan, eventually the Central City specific plan um, in coming years. And then the 65th Street area had a fair amount of planning done, but it was multiple plans. Um, the infrastructure finance plan is probably a bit outdated. Some of the growth assumptions, there's just a lot of activity there. Um, it seems like uh, when you have that much development activity, having a, a good plan to further guide development, make adjustments in light of the growth, um, felt like it was, a, it was a good area to move forward with. But sort of the potential future initiatives that it's not, is that um, not likely to happen this calendar year, probably is that um, far off in the future? Yeah, that would be probably, uh, I'd say a couple years out. Uh, the key priority right now is, is moving forward with the general plan update, getting that adopted 
So we'd have a lot more staff resources freed up to work on specific plans between the five-year updates we plan on doing. Okay. Um, and then I had sort of a, a another question, if it's okay if I keep going, um, just around the state housing legislation. So you know, I recognize it's sort of a moving target um, in terms of how many bills happen each year. But I guess I'm curious if there's going to be kind of a formal look at some of those key bills that were passed from the past session and think through how it relates to the work program. And I think, you know, that's something that the city has done a really exemplary job on in the past, you know, taking bills like SB 35 and really integrating it, molding it, actually improving it as a city specific process. And that's how we got our ministerial approval process, which has been, in my opinion, a, a big success. So I, I guess I'm, I'm curious, I'm specifically going to be interested in how bills like uh, 2011, AB 2011, and uh, which is the commercial corridors up zone, and then um, you know, AB 2097, how those bills kind of get folded into our work plan and, you know, our upcoming general plan update. So uh, I guess a general question around how those things are getting integrated into our work program. Right. We, we do have a line in the work program um, where we say ordinance updates to comply with state legislation. And those sometimes it's not ordinances, it's, it's processes and, and things that we have to change. Um, we've budgeted about 680 hours on that. Um, and Kevin Collin, our new zoning administrator, and his staff have been very busy in November and December. We're continuing to work on that as well. Um, uh, some of the legislation impacting how ADUs are processes are processed right now. We're, it's keeping us very busy marking, indicating areas um, on where no parking minimums, uh, well, they can't be required. Um, but yeah, with the commercial quarters, we, we're actually developing a memo to staff with clarifications on all these things. And I think that could culminate into a report back to the commission to, to clarify some of the, uh, the new changes we're trying to respond to. Great, thank you. Thank you, Commissioner Kate and Commissioner Young. Yeah, um, I just wanted to follow up on the the 102 acre plan. Um, I was just sort of curious, kind of what what are the overall uh, project outcomes that uh, the planning group is is hoping to to get out of the the time. Um, we uh, just received a proposal for consultant assistance with that process, identifying um, infrastructure, environmental constraints. This is what we hope is is to have an informed community it's conversation awesome. on no uh, appropriate land uses. For that, uh, what's the the planning process? Is it something where we would like to have uh, essentially privately initiated process, and we respond, and or do we want to go ahead with our own city sponsored plan um, and and look at potential developers on that land? Um, a lot of it, though, is as well as the outreach that we, that we plan on doing is we want to see what constraints there are and then with direction from the city on what type of land use is city council, um, then we tailor our outreach accordingly. That makes sense. Yeah, no, thank you. Now, that land isn't currently zoned, right, because it was formerly federal land, right? I believe it has some underlying zoning. Um the, the general plan designation, if I recall correctly, is public, quasi-public. 
Um, but the, I believe the underlining zoning might be R1. So there would need to be rezones. And um, with our new general plan, we'll, we're trying to have a, a designation that's pretty flexible and kind of accommodate a variety of uses. But, but yeah, I, I imagine there'd be some rezoning involved. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Commissioner Young. Commissioners, any additional questions? Seeing no hands raised, we'll move on to the public comment period. Um, clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Chair. I have no hands raised on this item. Thank you very much. We will close the public comment period and bring the discussion back to the group for any additional questions or comments. Um, this is a discussion item, so there, no vote is required. Um, but just want to take a moment to see if there are any additional commissioner comments. Seeing none, um, this is a receiving file. So, uh, Greg, do you need anything else from us to move forward? I I would like a, a to forward uh, the commission's recommendation to council. So, if there if there could be a motion. Oh, we do need a motion. Apologies. Um, we need a motion to receive and file and forward onto the city council. And a second. I see Vice Chair Wallace has her hand raised. Yeah, so moved. Thank you very much. Commissioner Chase? Second. Thank you. We have a, a motion by Vice Chair Wallace and a second by Commissioner Chase. Um, Madam Clerk, will you please call the roll? Yes, thank you. Commissioner Boyd? Aye. Commissioner Buckley? Aye. Commissioner Chase? Aye. Commissioner Caden? Aye. Commissioner Pluckybaum? Aye. Commissioner Zhang? Aye. Commissioner Yi? Aye. Commissioner Young? Aye. Vice Chair Wallace? Aye. Chair Hernandez? Aye. Motion passes. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Stacia. So that is the discussion calendar. We'll now move on to Commissioner comments, ideas, questions. I would like to first start with Stacia. Do you have any announcements? Uh, yes, one one item uh, that's just an update for the commission on uh, December 8th, the commission approved a conditional use permit for a storefront cannabis dispensary at 7909 Bruceville Road, um, also known as the Sacramento King Equity Venture Project. And I just wanted to update the commission that the project was appealed by a third party, so it will be going to council, and staff currently has the project the appeal hearing scheduled at council for Tuesday, January 31st. And that's all I have. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Stacia. Um, at this time, I would like to um, first go to our introduction of new commissioners. Um, Commissioner Caden. Sure. Hi, everyone. Um, uh, I'm Dov Caden. I, uh, I'm an urban planner by trade. I, I work, um, have worked in planning at the state, regional, local level over the last 10 years or so. I, uh, I work at SACOG now, Sacramento Area Council of Governments, where I primarily work on land use and um, housing planning for, for the Sacramento region. Part of that, I, I manage the state's affordable housing sustainable communities program. So big personal interest in, in housing and um, how it intersects with, with climate and of course, affordability issues. Um, it's a real privilege to be a part of the group and uh, excited to serve, thanks. Welcome, thank you very much, Commissioner Caden. Commissioner Zhang. Hi, everybody. I'm very excited to be here as part of this group. Um, thank you for the warm welcome and for the personal call. Um, Commissioner Phil Puckybaum, you called me a couple of days ago, and that was very thoughtful, so I appreciate that very much. Um, so I, I'm a local realtor here in Sacramento. Uh, my connection is really um, somebody who has um, 
a, a close reach to the community through kind of like a ground level through my work. Um, prior to being a, a Sacramento realtor, I did work in the um, nonprofit sector for a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, again, thank you so much for the warm welcome and I look forward to being part of the team. Welcome, very, thank you very much, Commissioner Zhang. I see Commissioner Boyd has his hand raised. Yes, I do, thank you. Um, my system must be falling apart new year. I guess it's trying to tell me something, buy another one. But with that, my camera is not operating. Um, I keep getting a failed error message. Uh, Phil, I might be calling you after the meeting. But um, with that, uh, to the new commissioners, computer problems, Commissioner Plucky Bomb, as long as he's here, <laughs> take advantage. Uh, um, and then also, I'd like to welcome our uh, two new commissioners. Uh, welcome aboard. And um, I guess all of our goodbyes were premature at our last meeting. So uh, we'll see how, uh, how many meetings uh, we can continue to uh, be graced with our uh, commissioners whose um, time has uh, expired and or uh, redistrict. But I do have a, a question uh, for the chair. As um, um, Director uh, Sunlin uh, had stated in his opinion or staff's opinion, um, there not be a need for the parking revision committee. I uh, don't agree with that aspect of his presentation. The rest I did, and that's why I had the I vote. But uh, with that, I would like to see that the Planning and Design Commission move forward in requesting a committee for parking revision so that we, as a commission, can continue to do the work that um, we've, I won't say initiated, uh, we were putting together, uh, wanting to initiate, so we would have um, the ability to bring all of our opinions into and or the amount of uh, committee members that would be allowed to do so. And in addition to what the staff for the city is doing. So with that um, chair and or um, someone who could walk me through and the uh, asking for the formal request that a parking revision committee go forward in its request to P and PE and um, please let me know what I need to do for that request. Thank you, Commissioner Boyd. I will just note that uh, what we started as an ad hoc committee last year um, is different than with the new rule state, which is with a subcommittee and a subcommittee would be permanent. Um, so that's a big difference that I think we have to take into consideration. So um, I'll take your comments back and loop you in on an offline conversation with um, Greg and Stacia to discuss uh, potential next steps. Um, thank you very much, Commissioner Boyd. Any additional commissioner comments, ideas, or questions? Seeing no further, no additional hands raised, uh, we will now move on to public comments. This is the last item on the agenda for matters not on the agenda. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this, uh, on matters not on the agenda? Thank you, Chair. I have no hands raised. Thank you very much. Uh, well, that concludes today's agenda. Be safe and uh, prepared during this winter storm, and we'll see everybody on January 26th. This meeting stands adjourned at 6.30 p.m. Take care, everybody. Everyone. Good night, everyone. Bye -bye. Welcome, new commissioners.